From Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. Stay paid, or as we're calling it today, stay Pedro. Stay Pedro. <laughs> stay Pedro. <laughs> Dude, your costume's freaking sweet. It's ridiculous. <laughs> How are we doing today, Jeff? Welcome to our second. I just man, I just messed up Ariel on the microphone. Yes. We are dressed up. I don't. I can't stay in character for Dude, very long. I just we learned keep this looking year. at you. <laughs> Last year, You're well, this is our second annual Halloween special. <laughs> Last year we were Ron Burgundy and I love Lamp. Guy. I love Lamp. Yeah, what I remember that. Name? I kind of had a similar hair when I was love. I love Lamp. Yeah, you could right? have just like matted it down. Kept the same haircut. Yeah. Well, today on the episode, we should do a poll on Instagram. Am I sexier with longer hair? Maddie's laughing at me again. Maddie always laughs at me. And now she's laughing, laughing more. All right, go ahead, Josh. People are like, what the heck is going on? You probably work in sales, have worked in sales, or are part of your company's sales process. (laughs) I sure hope the listeners have watched Napoleon Dynamite. Otherwise, this is going to sound like a bunch of idiots. Now, the content team dresses up as Napoleon Dynamite and Pedro this year. Yes. So I've got my blonde wig. I've got my glasses. I've got he my He actually looks Pedro a lot like shirt. Napoleon Dynamite. A little bit. Yeah. Grown up, I got the beard going. You got the I beard. I didn't commit fully this year. Last year, I shaved it for Ron I forgot Burgundy. about that. You shaved, yeah. But then there was the whole mustache debacle, so. Yeah. I forgot. I actually almost forgot the shirt this morning. Thankfully, I remember that, but I forgot Got your the denim shave. shirt. Got your bolo tie. Got my bolo tie. Got your, what do you call that haircut? Bowl cut? Bowl cut. Bowl cut. I got my bowl cut. And Maddie's like, no. It's like window drapes. It's like window drapes. <laughs> you got to check out this YouTube channel, guys. You got to watch us on Stay Paid. It's extremely entertaining. <laughs> and you get to see Josh's rolled up jeans. I tried wearing uh, socks that I thought would uh, be appropriate yes. for Napoleon. They would capture Napoleon's. Yeah. Well, this is our Halloween special, so we're going to talk about scary stuff today. We're going to talk about scary sales stories. Hey, if you're in sales, like I said, you've probably encountered some scary, embarrassing, or otherwise unforgettable experiences. And on this, our second annual Halloween special, we're going to share some of those scary moments, read some submissions from our own team, Mm. and read some sales confessionals from our very own listeners and followers over at Reminder Media and at Stay Paid Podcast on our Instagram and our social channels. So dude, uh, so kidding aside, yes. like, What's sales the scariest is, sales is kind of scary. It is. Look, you're it dealing is. with rejection, you know, you're dealing with new people, you're dealing with having to try and hit numbers. Scariest thing about sales is not closing the deal. Not closing the deal. Yeah, not closing the sale. Yeah. Actually, you know, the, the times I am the most nervous is when When you I'm have expected, to dress up on, in character. Yeah, for when, yeah, yeah, because that, that's <laughs> truth. When I'm expected to close the deal, 
That's oh, the yeah. that's the scariest thing to me. As, you mean sales. like as a trainer, as a manager? Well, as, as a, a manager, trainer, president. Like it's like I like you have obviously like the pressure everybody does to do a good presentation, and everything like that. But then you have the added pressure, like you're expected to to knock it out of the park. It's almost like I'm not comparing myself to Tom Brady, obviously, but I'm about to. So hang on tight. Is it's almost like Tom Brady Pedro, running the Tom two Brady. minute warning? Yeah, and or the two minute drill at the two minute warning. He's expected. Yeah. So to win the game at that point. Otherwise, he sucks, and he's Case Keenum from the Washington Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Case Keenum, but That's you just right. suck, dude. <laughs> hey, you beat my Dolphins. <laughs> That's right, the tank ball. The battle of the three and outs <laughs> was pretty good. So not yeah. not a so being expected to close the deal. Yeah. So so basically, the point I'm getting at that is the most scary thing for me is yeah. that um, whenever I get um, but it. it Puts you at a heightened alert. Like, I remember, it wasn't too long ago, I think we have a video clip of it, when I just got back out there on the, the phone, and a couple couple calls in, I closed the deal, and I was just like, still got right. it, baby. Yeah. I still got it. But um, the point being is, like, you have that extra added pressure. Yeah. And one of the things about sales, what you learn is, and we and I literally was just talking to one of our people in the break room about this. She's transferring over from sales to marketing services. Mm-hmm. And one of the points I'll make is that one of the things that's made Reminder Media so great as an organization, so all my listeners out there that maybe have teams and stuff like that, is that it's all about getting the right people on the right seat of the bus. Right. And one of the unique things about us is if you don't make it in a department, it doesn't mean like you're not a fit for the organization. It just means that maybe you're in the wrong seat. Mm-hmm. And so this this person is going over to client success, our marketing services team. So she's going to be a better coach probably than a you know closer. But the minute... So she wasn't closing. The minute she makes the decision to go over to client success, guess what starts happening? She starts closing. She starts closing. She has three closes today, maybe four. I haven't checked. Um, But she has three closes. And three closes for us is a great day for a caller. And she's immediately starting to close. And you realize, and I told her this in the break room, I said, what does it teach you about sales? And really life. It's all mental. And she just looks at me and smiles. And I say, yeah, it's all mental. It's all mental. And that's why it's like, for me, the scariest thing is like, oh, when the pressure is on, I would rather not say I'm going to beat you and go beat you than be the guy that goes, oh, I'm going to beat you. Let's play basketball or let's do this. Like I would not challenge someone to competition. <laughs> I'd rather just go into the arena and beat them. Like that's how right. my mental yeah, mental game works. Yeah. Well, we have some uh, submissions from our, Dude, this hair from our own team members. this hair is killing me. I don't know how people with long hair survive. God bless you all out there. God bless you. Eli. Eli, one of our producers, has Eli's nice long mean, hair. Dude, man. he has that's, great long hair. We got to put him on camera. <laughs> <laughs> so our people said the KPI chamber, which would be your, <laughs> your key performance indicators. What are they making is, a comparison to the gas chamber? <laughs> that's this, so terrible. Is this something that I didn't know about? So KPI the, uh, ch- chamber. You guys got that a chamber. again is the mental. It's the so KPIs or key performance indexes basically. So it's like your metrics of mm-hmm. um, how you measure yourself. Your phone in, time, in sales. number of calls. So for your us, we, yeah, we measure your dials, we measure your phone time, we measure your closes, and then you have you know in our lead distribution and how we give out leads, you get measured on your closing ratio. Mm-hmm. So how well you close, you get cl- uh, measured on your consistency of, you know, you can close one day really good, but you might not be great over time. So we measure all these things and based upon how you perform, guess what happens? You either get better leads or you get worse leads and, you know, sadly, but if you miss your KPIs multiple times in a row, you go on a performance improvement plan and if you miss it then, then you're out. So KPIs are really, 
the the KPI chamber is kind of like the, the... But it speaks to growing a team. I mean, I don't even have, want to say it. It's like, oh. If we have anyone listening, like you, you get to the point where you don't know everybody personally, right? So like the one thing that you have to measure on are the indicators Metrics. that have been tracked over time well, here's that what, will ultimately drive success, right? You're scared. Here's what I tell people in sales, and I tell my team this. You're scared of KPIs, and I totally understand that because it's, it's accountability plus it's measuring you. Mm -hmm. But what great athlete does not have... Track their stats. Yeah, does not track their stats. I mean, read right. Tom uh, Brady's TB12 or whatever. Yeah. Like, he tracks his coffee. He <laughs> right. tracks his right. water intake. He tracks his sleep. Like, I'm not doing that, and maybe I should for the employees. <laughs> that would really be the KPI. How much sleep did you get today, Nick? Right, right. <laughs> but meaning, like, you're, he's tracking everything about his um, life, which is obviously geared towards the performance. So the point I'm trying to make is your KPIs are really what directs where you should go and where you should focus. We've done a whole podcast on this. Yep. Your KPIs will show you where your weakness is, will show you where you should focus. And I had a conversation with Andrew Saxa, who runs our financial services team out there in sales today. And he was talking about, he listened to a, I guess it was a podcast. It might have been like a presentation. But it was about how it's like a ship. Like if a ship leaves the harbor, I was going to say the port. Is a port where a ship leaves to? <laughs> Josh, sipping. You felt like that'd that be really a very not, Napoleon yeah, thing. That to was do. very Napoleon Dynamite. It's, it's a harbor, right? Not a port, or is it a port too? Uh, yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. When the ship yeah. leaves the harbor, fact check. If the ship doesn't know where it's going, yeah, fact check that it's a port. No. Yeah. But if the ship doesn't know where it's going, Andrew was saying, you know, this guy's whole. You know, analogy he was giving or example he was giving is if the ship doesn't know where it's going, one, the crew's going to be unhappy. It's never going to get there. It's going to end up beached and stranded. If a ship knows where it's going, it's going to get there 99% of the time. If yeah. you know where you're Barring going, KPIs are metrics used to help you hit your target right. of where you're going. I always think about So if Peter you're scared Drucker, of KPIs, you're thinking about it the wrong way. It's what Peter Drucker said years ago is if you can't measure it, you can't improve it. Right. Yes. So if you're struggling yeah. and you're looking for, we do the same thing in marketing where we're tracking every single touch point or interaction along the way because if you can sit there and run a campaign or send an email out and say, why didn't I get any sales or why didn't I get any leads or interest or inquiries? But if you're going back and looking at every single KPI along the way, then you have a chance of saying, okay, well, it's on the landing page that right. wasn't connecting. It was the actual email. It was the subject where it wasn't getting right. open all the way back to maybe my emails aren't even getting delivered. Mm -hmm. So it's the same sort of idea. Ryan King says, mm, not Mr. knowing King. what your next paycheck will look like, very similar <laughs> to what agents experience every day. Yeah, that is the terif that's the terrifying thing about entrepreneurship, sales. Yeah, it's not knowing what your <laughs> everything. life, everything in life, <laughs> not knowing what your next paycheck's going to look like. Yeah. Um, I actually, so it's funny, it's like why you get into sales. Like you want to control your own destiny. Mm -hmm. So that's why you get into sales. Um, I, it's like sales is such a mental game, like we were just talking about, but it, I was reading an article on Inman News, which is a great news site for real estate agents, and I guess an agent, I forget where they are, I want to say they were in Arizona, like Phoenix, Arizona, but they were talking about how you just fear, it's all mindset is what they were saying, and you fear rejection. Right. And you fear this idea. It's like, and then he gave this example, and he wasn't positive on the numbers, but um, basically he was saying, you hear, by the time you're an adult, you hear no a quarter of a million times. Really? And you hear yes 
like only like 10,000 times. No way. He was saying, he goes, I'm not exactly positive that my numbers are exactly right, but he said the gap is that substantial. That's crazy. It's like you're conditioned. Well, so yeah, you, so, so what do you do no. as a child? You condition yourself to, to take no as I can't get something, I can't do something, whatever it is. Well, and you condition yes as a positive. And so what happens in sales, mm -hmm. it is just constant no. It also like, explains like why you kind of, of time no. expect to hear the no. Like if you we're do. conditioned yeah. so to, there's a book to hear called no more. Embrace the No, I think yeah. is what it's called. Yep. It's Embrace the No, which is trying <clears> to change your mindset of... Like, it's like this paycheck comment. It's like, I agree with you, man. It's the fear of not knowing what the next paycheck is going to be. And so the flip side of that mindset is, and this is what my brother Steven, which is, if you guys haven't listened to his podcast, it's fantastic. But I remember in the early days, like three years ago when he was just getting into it, he goes, it's nothing like having to do something. Like, that's the beautiful thing about sales is like, I either eat ramen noodles or I get out there and I start making cold calls. It's like it's like the fear of you know getting the nose is not worse than having to eat ramen noodles every day. I love uh, ramen though. You love ramen I mean, noodles? Yeah. I saw a Shark Tank when I was doing my binge watching when I tore my ACL. With this guy came up with a zapper like uh, a way to cook ramen noodles, <laughs> and it was like it, it it's like it was funny because you could cook them fast. But the ramen noodles also supposedly would taste better, and I was just like, how do you make ramen noodles taste oh, so better? Good. Like. I guess the way you cook them, I don't know. Just chicken. What's broth. your favorite uh, ramen noodles? The original chicken. Chicken. Yeah. Is that the original? I don't know. I had I corn know. dogs. Corn dogs were my corn dogs thing in college. Amazing. You get them from sweet. Sam's Club. I don't know if everybody has Sam's Clubs across the nation, but you get like BJ's a pack Costco, of like forty-eight or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I ate a lot of corn dogs in my day. Al Buceta, our very own Al Buceta says, Al "I think I think you're gonna like this one." Okay. Clicking the dial. Now, in our terms, we have we do we have like a dialer. So you click in our CRM. Yeah, to you dial. click it in the dial. Same for principle you. though. Pick mm -hmm. up the phone, mm -hmm. dial the number, hit call. Yeah. Actually, actually calling. clicking the dial. If I had you right now, call somebody. Yeah. I see immediately. I start getting nervous. Is that, yeah. Is that funny? So if I so Grant Cardone did this at he the did 10X, 10X con yeah. conference, which is and, amazing. But here's what I tell you: It's like I've made so many calls. But I still don't want to call somebody right now. Like I don't the, the the amount of psychopaths that are out there that actually enjoy cold calling. I don't think there's very many. I think it's that it's the your why or your goal, your vision boards. You're wanting the paycheck. You're wanting the car. You're wanting to build the company. Whatever it is, you're wanting to you know accomplish this vision. You know outweighs that fear. But with the click to dial. I, the thing that's helped me the most, and this came from my cousin Ethan, who you know works with us too, and he's been cold calling for years now too, is um, he treats it like a video game in his mind. Yeah. And he, the way he kind of treats it is he goes, oh, look, I'm, I'm probably never, if they tell me no, I'll probably never see these people again yep. until the next time I call them. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not personal. And they might think, uh, I might, or they might, I might be thinking about it basically what he says is I might dwell on it for hours where it was literally five seconds in their mind they don't even remember me. So he kind of treats it as a video game. And that's the way you got to treat it. It's like my goal, like video game, like I'm going to call 50 dials every day. Yeah. And then you also hear the tips of if you're a real estate agent listening to this or a financial advisor, knock out your calls early. You have the most energy. You have the most um, intention, right? You, you don't you have to, to work. dread it for half the day. Don't have to get it. Uh, yeah, don't have to dread it. And you're in control of your destiny. When you're making the calls, the reason why the phone is such a powerful weapon yep. in business yep. is because it's in your hands and it's proactive. 
So much of what we do in business, we're relying on the consumer. Mm -hmm. And that's difficult, <laughs> man. That's freaking difficult. Where in, in phone calls, man, you control your own destiny. And it's just a numbers game. You play the numbers, smile and dial. Smile and dial, it's a video game. Come on, Al. How about this yeah. one? How about this one? This was unknown, right? So this came from an unknown submission. We don't know who put this in here. But they said, essentially, now they, they, they use the name. Who, this guy's been on the podcast before, Nick Bianco. Uh, uh, but their, uh. their biggest fear is basically their sales <laughs> manager. <laughs> That's great. Hashtag Nick Bianco. Uh, did they really say? They What's did. the biggest fear in sales, Nick Bianco? The biggest fear in sales, <laughs> Nick Bianco. Hey, they were smart enough to put unknown... <laughs> Are anonymous. <laughs> we know that's who it pretty is, funny. We know that's who probably the same person who said at KPI chambers. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> the ups and then down that will happen all the time was another submission, and then starting every month at zero. Mm. That is difficult. You work every all month, that. You work you, so hard. Work so hard, and then numbers, you're back to zero. What, back to what zero. have you done for me lately? And then the the sales humor is you hit your goal. And what does the company do? They just raise the goal. <laughs> now, the great goal. job as a gift for you. We're going to raise it. It's the same thing we do at the executive oh, level. Hit our goal. All right, it's going to be harder this year. Here's a few funny ones from our, from our clients. My aunt recommended her. Well, this isn't really funny. It's scary. This is terrifying. Are you ready? <laughs> Are you prepared? Mentally? I'm ready. I'm going to put my hair in front of my My eyes. aunt recommended her agent to me if I need to sell my house. I've been selling real estate for nine years. <laughs> <laughs> Is that from one of our clients? That's from one of our clients. My aunt recommended her agent to me if I need to sell my house, and I've been selling real estate for nine years. Oh my gosh, that is too good. This is what That's so many brutal. people miss in, 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 the, in the business, right? Yeah, friends and family is, is you hear that horror story all the time. Yeah. All the time. And I try to give the example to people of like, let's do a challenge right now. Think of your uncle. Yep. Think of the job they have. A lot of times people just die out right there in the challenge. They don't even know the job their uncle has. But then it's not even about the job. It's about, hey, I feel like I have a piece of hair on my chin or something. <laughs> I feel this, like this, I've got... This, I feel like I have hair everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's cobwebs. Uh, but anyways, they, they know the job their uncle has. But then it's, here's the great question. What does your uncle need to be successful at that job? Yeah. And pretty much 100 people... Out of 100, don't know that. And uh, because it's not, it's, yeah, you know Meaning your they uncle. they need the referral. They well, need yeah, the, well, what you... for real estate agents is you need referrals. Right. Right? And that if they don't understand that's what you need, it's not that they well, don't want to Well, because they see you as you. their family. They don't think about yeah. your business, or they don't even think that, like, you need help in your business. If you never say it. Dude, here's a horror story for you. Yeah. I've shared this with you before. My roommate in college, we sold cell phones together. <laughs> We made commissions together. We competed against each other, selling cell phones. Year goes by after I leave. He's still there. I buy my now wife a phone for her birthday, and I don't buy it from him. <laughs> and it's like, how terrible is that? That's like this. That's like this. How terrible is that? Right. But it was literally not, just wasn't thinking about it. Just he had not built mind share. Mm. Shame, shame, shame. And I was a bad friend, I guess. <laughs> Shame, shame, shame. Here's another one. At my first open house, I got attacked by the owner's pet goose. <laughs> first of all. Is that one real? You have Is this pet. a real submission? <laughs> this sounds like something we, one of our writers made up. I don't know about that. A pet goose. I like this one. Somebody once asked me if I could help sell their car. No, do, I want to know, know, though, do people really have pet geese? 
Are you dreading the thought of making cold calls? Regardless of your experience level, cold calling can be one of the toughest parts of your job. But at the end of the day, it's also one of the best ways to get new customers. If you want to learn how to get better at cold calling and close more deals, go to ReminderMedia.com forward slash cold calling and download our guide to cold calling for free. That's ReminderMedia.com forward slash cold calling. Take action on this today. Fact check. Yeah, fact check. Eli, our producer, has a friend. That has two pet geese. Two pet geese. <laughs> I heard a funny story today about pets. I'm being very yeah. tangential on today's podcast, but one of our top closers that's, down there. I think that's there, the point of the podcast. Yeah, one of our top closers down there, Jen Peak, told me that she bought a turtle for her um, daughter, I guess, uh, one of her kids, and she didn't realize how long turtles live. She yeah. thought she was buying a turtle, and yeah. turtles were kind of like, yeah, Josh, you've experienced it. Well, no, I have not experienced it with my children, but I have yeah. experienced it as a child, yes. Dude, yes. dude, she goes, I bought this turtle thinking, oh, it's like a goldfish, or it's like a, you know, like, a, oh, you know, maybe a <laughs> little while. Feed it. She goes, it's been nine years. It's been nine years. He's gone from a little container to a 125-pound tank. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Wow. I said, Jen. That turtle might outlive you. They I do. said you're gonna yeah. have to figure out who to give it to. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. Someone look up how long does a, how long does a turtle live? <clears throat> oh, another great story that reminds me with the geese. Yeah, I sold someone who has a um, geese company that is a geese or goose company. Well, it's a it's, it's, a, it's a company full of ga- a gander of geese. Yeah, it's a gander. A company. gander of geese. They they hire or they hire <laughs> they hire border. Eighty colleagues. years. Turtles live for eighty years. <sighs> Freaking eighty years. But the, they train border collies to scare geese off of parks, reserves, and golf courses. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we had a. Yeah, you. Okay, I you sold that person. Sold that I was gonna say we yeah. had a. I was so proud company. of myself when I sold that person. I was like, it's like goose exterminators. Was like, yeah, it was awesome. Well, I also said I think we were we were still talking. You were still on the goose thing, but yeah. someone once asked me if I could help sell their car. So that's a pretty good indication of uh, your sales skills. Yeah, this was a realtor saying that's, that that's someone actually pretty impressive. You're a good salesperson sell their right car. There. Uh, on my way to meet a new client, I got into a fender bender. After dealing with exchanging information, I realized the person I had hit was my new client. Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> that's brutal. I rushed to make an appointment with a prospect thinking I had my briefcase, but it was my child's diaper bag. Every parent <laughs> has been through that situation. I like this one, too. I want to know what you would do with, with this in this situation, Luke. Pro tip, never drink a frozen cherry Slurpee before a presentation. I looked like a clown. Mm. You got the red lips. You got the red tongue. Do you call attention? If you're doing a presentation, yes. seriously. And my, uh, would you is... call attention to it? What would you do? Mm. Comedy is a great way <laughs> to build camaraderie with people. I think I would definitely... You would draw own it. attention to it. You yeah. would own it. I think I would 100% maybe make some vampire joke. <laughs> like I was sucking blood. I don't know. Okay. Everybody's like, dude, you are freaking crazy. This one's probably the funniest one and most awkward. Have you ever leaned in for a hug and the other person thought you were going to kiss? Imagine that after a product presentation. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Have you ever met the people that have no concept of personal space? 
And if you are follow Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins teaches like close this talk. idea of mirroring yeah, and, and yeah. teaching teaching yeah. rapport and stuff yeah. like that. And he talks about like when you meet these people, which they're out there, man. Whew. And if they have bad breath, you're you, yeah. But the idea is you have to embrace it. Like in order to really, you know, like make it, this is what he, it's like if someone's in your face, you just get right back up in theirs and, and that will make them feel comfortable. It will make them feel, feel good, but whew. So if they go in we had a, a guy kiss, in my church growing up. Yeah. No personal space. And it's just like, oh man, like it's weird having someone like two inches from your nose that's not going to kiss you and that you don't ever want to kiss you. I've, I've experienced that yeah. once or twice, yeah. <laughs> We have one more thing to show the yeah. uh, viewing audience. I don't know if we can reach this back here, yeah, but see if you can do you, it. You have to share. check out the YouTube channel. I know we plug it all the time, but Stay Paid Podcast. You go over to YouTube, yep. find Reminder Media on there. We've got we had a uh, we had customer service week last week, and so one of the competitions that we did was uh, building a chair. I don't remember why. Why did we build chairs? Um, what do you, what Oh yeah, take oh. the monster off because I'm going to turn it on. It was a competition. It, department. A competition to build chairs. So there, there was this game show themed week. Every day we had like a new game show. Yeah, thing. the we theme of the week cab. was your client's perception is your reality. Yeah, yeah. Harry, yeah. <laughs> <Something laughs> <like> <laughs> I was like, point. Luke has a good memory. So one of the things was to build a chair, and and our sales team actually won. So you got to go over to YouTube, check it out. It has it says buy or die on it. It's got a little skeleton. Wearing a wow, this is really morbid now that I'm yeah. actually describing it. Yeah. I didn't realize this is an electric chair. Yeah, you didn't realize that. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> it's an electric, but they hooked up a, a sawzall to it. So when you turn it on, the skeleton shakes. <laughs> the skeleton shakes. The Christmas lights come on. It's, it's pretty. pretty it's pretty amazing. awesome. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for listening to our second annual Halloween episode. Make sure to check out this ridiculous video that we just mentioned over at staypaidpodcast.com. That's where you can also find all of the show notes to all of our episodes. And if you're interested in supporting the show, there's two ways that we ask you to do that. First, go on over to iTunes, rate us five stars, leave a comment. That really helps us get noticed on iTunes, helps us raise up the chart. And the best way to uh, help the show is to tell a friend and share it with your friends on social media. Here's the thing. Yes. Napoleon Dynamite was an independent film, right? Yes. It debuted at Sundance Film Festival. It was shot on a budget of $400,000, and through simple word of mouth, the film went on to gross over $44 million at the box office. Vote for Pedro. Look, here's all we're saying. We need your mouths to help spread the word. <laughs> We need your mouth. Well, spread the word. We do. Let's yes, gross we do. 44 million at the yes. box office. And we've said this before the 100th review. I was yes. going to say the 100th five star review, but I will take just Technically, the we didn't say this before because the podcast that we recorded that this is on is going to come out after this one. Okay, well. So we're going to say this I'm, again in the okay, future. Okay, I'm going to say this again in the future because that's creepy and it's Halloween. It goes with the theme. $100 to the 100th review. Bucks. We, we got to find out who you are, though, so try to give us a hint of who you are so we know how to send the money to you. But Put it in the comment. Yeah, put it in the comment. When you leave that five-star yep. review, if you see 99 up there, just write it in the comment. People are we'll going to be like, you. you're bribing people to give reviews. Heck yeah, we are! Yes. No. <laughs> if you'd like to get a hold of me and Luke, please email us at podcast at ReminderMedia.com or find us on Instagram. You can follow Luke at Luke Acri. You can follow the podcast at Stay Paid Podcast. And you can follow Reminder Media at Reminder Media. We appreciate your follow for this episode of Stay Paid. 
I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. Guys, and the action item for this podcast is vote for Pedro. It's not really the action item, but <laughs> the action item for this podcast is, you know, you have to overcome your fear in sales, right? That's the key. Sales is a mental game. And so my challenge to you, it's all of you have that fear that you just hate. Maybe it's the fear of cold calling. Maybe it's the fear of door knocking. Maybe it might be the fear of just getting on video yep. and filming a quick video. I want you oh, to man, do... Oh, man, your time is back. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. yeah seriously. That just was good. All around. That was there good. There you go. I want you to overcome your fear. I want you to take that action. The one you just know when I'm saying it, it popped into your mind. That's what you fear. You hate doing it. I want you to commit to doing that right after this podcast. Do that. Overcome it. The only way to really overcome your fear is to just do it again and again. Remember the, difference between, <laughs> remember the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer. I'm laughing at Napoleon Dynamite here. In any industry, it's top producers take action, so take action on that today.